the Campbell Digital Network. Welcome all and thank you for listening, subscribing, or clicking this link that your friend sent you. This is the Camel Call Podcast, and I'm your host, Evan Budgerich. Today we sit down with the man with a plan who helped build the strength and conditioning program from the ground up. And now Andrew Carter takes an active role in developing the mental, physical, and overall health of our student-athletes here at Campbell. Here's more on Andrew Carter. The, the infrastructure, how it's come up, and then just even the, the atmosphere with, with the students. Uh, since I've been here, when, when I first got here, I was, they made me teach. Um, and now I, I get to do it um, because I want to. Um, but just the, the atmosphere and the amount of pride that people have on campus is, is different. Um, I really think that football brought that to the table and it's, it's grown and it's amazing. And, you know, we talk about all the buildings and all the, and all the signage and the jumbotrons, but the people that, that we've brought in has been, um, huge for the community. And it's, it's really just a different place. There's a different, sense of atmosphere and game days are always fun and people take a lot of pride in Campbell whereas before it was you know one o'clock on a Friday there was tumbleweeds like everybody was packed up and and gone and now people stick around there's people at all the events not just football Uh, and it's really good it's just a really good atmosphere and I think that you know the way it's trending is it's going to be really cool over the next you know, three, four, five years to see where it's going. It was fascinating for your career to work with the U.S. Women's National Lacrosse Team and then a transition a little bit into a lacrosse program that was kind of built from ground zero, kind mm-hmm. of a day one of a of a new program and with your heavy hand as a strength coach for them. Yeah. What was that like just watching a team that was so young and, and so just ready to hit the ground running from day one? Yeah, it was it was definitely different. So my previous job before I got here was at St. Stephen's and St. Agnes. Um, private high school in Northern Virginia, the lacrosse, the the girls lacrosse team there was ranked um, when I was there between three and one every year that I was there. So some really really good players um, that came out of there and got to see that. And then while I was there, I got to um, be the head strength coach for all the U.S. women's teams. So that was a, a developmental program um, and a I forget what they call it, but it was the the, the upper level. So um, it was really interesting when when we started this program, and you know um, Phil Schumann came in and you know recruited a lot of a lot of decent athletes that uh, you know didn't really necessarily have the the, the skill set to be successful at, at the Division One level, and they came along <laughs> with with that with regards to their skill set. Um, you know, the first year of that lacrosse program was, was something else. We didn't have any subs, you know, April Reinhardt, um, tore ACL the first, the first month of being on campus. So there was no subs. Um, you know, we we put out as many people as we could and, um, just did what they needed to do. That was a, that was a gritty team that, that just kind of went and, and came to work and, and did what they needed to do. And then, 
you know, the majority of them stayed and we ended up graduating six of those um, student athletes a couple years ago. And um, they grew into some fantastic young women and they're, they're great professionals now. And um, I, it's great to see them, you know, whenever we, we get together and they're, they'll all be here next week for homecoming and um, got to see them all at Lauren Day's wedding this summer. And they are just a great group of girls and, uh, you know, getting to see them kind of build that program and get it to, you know, help it get to where it is now and, and continue to grow. It's, it's been, that it was definitely fun. People who think back to those days also remember you as the, the energizer, one of the emotional guys on the bench, getting fired up when you recover a ground ball or force a turnover or things like that. Take us through a little bit. Of course, football, it's a little more evident with the energy and, mm-hmm. and the rah-rah emotion, but just that excitement that goes into a game that does have a lot of back and forth to it in, in women's lacrosse. Yeah, for lacrosse, I mean, when when we were playing, it was basically me and the, the athletic trainer on the sideline and and you know maybe one or two other people but um there had to be some energy brought from somewhere and you know I kind of tried to step my game up and and bring it and and you know help help out the the team as much as I could from a vocal standpoint and you know there's a a lot of it's fast but then there's a lot of stops so it's it's highs and lows and and to try to keep everybody up the whole time that's that's where I kind of came in back then so Certainly nice, too, when we think about both the lacrosse and football programs. Mm -hmm. Not only the growth, but the success recently. And you think of lacrosse getting to Big South Championship games and even in your tenure, moving forward, getting playoff wins, just checking boxes off Mm -hmm. of things that never had happened before. Had to be kind of neat to see it from your perspective, working with those kids day in and day out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they put the the work in, and I I just kind of went along for the ride, you know, the, the... the, the fun part of being a strength and conditioning coach is getting to see kids grow up and become these you know successful people and from a freshman to a senior it, there's it's night and day growth and getting to see them you know have success has, has been really fun and um, you know even though I'm removed from working with them directly in the weight room it's still good to wa- be able to watch everybody grow and then you know, there's there's seniors on this football team that I had for three years, and you know, it's it's been good to see them able to finally feel good about where they are. You know, um, three or three or four years ago, we started off four and zero in conference. And that was fantastic, and you know, that was that was part of it. And then growing into this this Big South and, and seeing this transition and. Um, it's been good to watch them reap some of those rewards that some of those young, older guys, you know, put in. Part of that transition, of course, is facilities and investment from the school and, and from the football program. And I think something that kind of stands out is that Burt Family Performance Center mm-hmm. over by the football stadium with the weight room and, and different areas like that. Obviously a huge game changer for a bunch of programs, not just football, yep. but especially in your role to be able to have bigger access and not just working in Gore, which has a nice weight room structure, but not the size and the right. the scope of what you need for a lot of sports. Right. So one of the first things that uh, Coach Minner and I decided that when, when he got here, he came over and watched one of our workouts um, and liked what we were doing, but the the facility wasn't, wasn't it. So that was one of the first big um, financial pushes for, um, for him when he, when he first started. And, you know, we got, blessed with a 
a game against App State, um, which was on a big stage, and that was a lot of fun to be a part of. And uh, and then from that, we got sizable donations. And um, once that money came in, you know, we we started building a facility, and it was great to be able to to have a lot of involvement from you know, first shovel in the ground all the way until we opened those doors in the, that January. Um, you know, we had, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot that goes into it with regards to, you know, just thinking about the flooring and what kind of ceiling you're going to put in and what kind of, um, you know, sound system and where the TVs go and the layouts and, and what kind of equipment you're going to use and, you know, and all within a, a budgetary constraints that, you know, we're not Alabama, so we're not going to build a 20,000 square foot weight room. We're going to do what we can within our means. And that was awesome to do. And I think it's been tremendous for all of our athletic uh, programs because one, it frees up space downstairs in the, in the um, convocation center weight room. And, you know, with 21 teams, two facilities, there, there's a lot more um, wiggle room with regards to scheduling and, and making sure that, you know, the coaches are getting the times that they want to, to train. Or not having to have four teams in a, a weight room at one time. Correct. Cram everyone in. Right. <laughs> um, what's interesting, too, now, especially in your new role and, and more of an, an associate athletic director position, is to really have guidance and oversight on a lot of things that are necessarily not necessarily at the forefront of athletics in terms of results, wins, and losses, but very important when you think of diet, you think of nutrition, you think of mental health. A lot of these avenues of things that are just developing more in our culture overall. And I guess I'll start with a lot of the nutrition side of it. Mm -hmm. A lot of things people may see are some of the fuel zones and some of the active eating and healthy options that some of our athletes are starting to get here recently. There's a lot to it, of course, but how vital is it to have that, that diet to match a lot of the stuff in the weight room and on the practice field? Yeah, it's huge. Um, when I first got here, you know, we only had marsh banks and there was shouts on limited occasions, but... If it wasn't fried, they didn't serve it at Marsh Banks. Um, and, you know, working with SAC, this is seven, eight years ago now, we, you know, made proposals and we took it to the powers that be at, at Aramark. And they started to slowly make a, a change towards some healthier options. Um, and then over the last three years and then me transitioning into this role now, had a lot more input to what they serve, how they serve it. Um at both of our dining halls and the additions of our fuel zones for, for a number of our teams. Um, those are just quick, healthy options that, um, that student athletes, if they're in a crunch for time, they can go and get something healthy, whether it's a, a sandwich or a protein shake or a, um, a juice drink or something like that so that they are not going for extended periods of time without fueling themselves. Um, we know that, the benefits of of proper proper nutrition and hydration are super important, and you know we want to make sure that you know from a education standpoint, we have dietitians come in to talk with a number of our teams, um, you know, and it's it's been good with the education piece, and then you have to follow that up with with implementation and making sure that they are that student athletes are holding themselves accountable, holding each other accountable and, you know, making the right decisions so that they can fuel themselves properly. Um, and I think we, we're getting to a point where there's enough healthy options that, you know, 
ultimately we could, you know, work in a, in a good good space. You know, we're we're not to a place where we have a a training table, but Shouse has healthy options, and there's more healthy options at Marsh Banks. And you know, like like I said, with the fuel zones, you know, the majority of the stuff that we put in there is healthy. So. What's fascinating too is the way you feed a football player <laughs> with Chick Fil A and and bulking is, is drastically different from a tennis athlete or, or things like that. So yeah. there's a lot that goes into it too. It's not just make one meal plan and right. copy and paste across twenty teams. Correct, correct. Yeah. Well, what's neat too, and especially if you follow Go Camel's Health on on Twitter and things, is a lot of these speaker series that you're referring to, getting professionals and experts, both alumni and just people in the community, mm-hmm. to, to give these student athletes some guidance and perspective. Maybe just something that hadn't been as prominent in years past, but definitely a, a huge step for these student athletes. Yeah, I think any outside voice is is a welcome change for these student athletes. Um, you know, we're lucky in that um, one of my former student athletes, who's now a registered dietitian, has been working with almost all of our teams. Um, you know, football brought in a a registered dietitian to work with them specifically. Uh, which is great, and then um, you know a lot of the other things with the with the mental health and just being able to provide our student athletes with with some more holistic development. So we do care about them, you know, being physically stronger in the weight room and performing well on the field. But there's a lot of other stuff that goes into that, and that's you know the mental health piece that that we're dealing with, and you know also our leadership development stuff. It, it's great to see too because. Obviously, from the outside perspective, we check wins, losses, we check how the coach is doing, and we check our kids graduating. But there's so much that goes into it that maybe you sort of see at the higher levels, and it's starting to trickle down with us kind of leading the way in the Big South to a certain extent of setting that standard. And Mm -hmm. and maybe that does improve kind of student-athlete wellness and and performance because of all those efforts. Yeah, I think that that's a big thing, you know, as far as, you know, leaders in the Big South. I think I'm the only one in a position that – is an administrator that's in charge of the mental health and nutrition piece and as well as leadership development. But we are working to basically create a better space for our student-athletes so that, that when they leave, they are prepared to, to take on the real world. Um, and that's that's a piece that we, we didn't necessarily miss, but we weren't emphasizing. And I think providing a lot of the, the speaker series and just opportunities for our student athletes to continue to develop as individuals is 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 super helpful and I think that down the road it's going to pay off for us for sure. Over a decade of experience here in the creek working in a variety of places and, and with different teams and here you are now working in Gore Arena in a nice beautiful office, little corner <laughs> office up here in the second level, but it has to be neat to see not only that investment in the student athlete, but also just as you look at Campbell and you have people like Mike Striffler who are underneath your watch from an athlete to a GA to an intern to a full-time role. And now here he is really developing. And that can Mm -hmm. be true of a lot of people, but just to see kind of that nurturing effect really grow and and blossom for a lot of your student athletes. Yeah, no, that's, that's the biggest thing, you know, and, and we've talked about this in the past of, you know, a lot of strength and conditioning coaches get into it for the wrong reason. I think I got into it to, to watch our student athletes develop um, and just being able to watch them grow over that, you know, four or five, six year time. And, you know, someone even like, uh, like Striff, who, you know, I coached, I was his intern supervisor. I got him a job to be a GA and then brought him back as an assistant. And now he's, 
you know, the director, which is overseeing all of strength and conditioning. It's been, it's been super fun and rewarding. And, you know, our, our relationship has grown. I was in his wedding. It's, you know, he's, he's doing a fantastic job in that role. And, um, you know, and it's not just him, it's, you know, seeing other student athletes that have, you know, gone to do other things. Scott Miller works in admissions and, and Austin Fleming is working within our athletic department and even people off campus, Rebecca Scheinfeld, who's a lacrosse player, who's a head lacrosse coach at Methodist. I mean, that's, that's huge. Um, just to be able to have a piece in their development, I think is, has been super rewarding. And, um, you know, it's, it's the relationships that we founded, you know, even though that, you know, we were, demanding and you know wanted to make sure that we were pushing our student athletes to to become their best you know the the there was always a relationship there where we had their best interest at heart and wanted to make sure that they are progressing and you know now in this role is the same thing but just a little bit a little bit further back and more on the holistic development rather than just the physical piece when you think about your career, not only as a former football player, as a man who stepped foot from South Bend to Bowie's Creek to, you know, around the country pretty much training and, and developing athletes. Here you are now seeing the football team take a huge step into the Big South and giving opportunities to look at, oh, look, ECU's on the schedule and North Carolina in the future schedule. And, mm-hmm. and who would have thought 10, 11 years ago that would have happened? But <laughs> I'm I guess glad we didn't play them 10 or 11 years ago. <laughs> that may not have been too pretty in the final score. But in the grand scheme of things, when you look at what Mike Minner and, and his staff have done, and obviously you're a huge part of that, developing these athletes, but to see where football is kind of trending towards, and even this year, a little bit mm-hmm. of a tease in that direction, but... <laughs> Just to kind of watch that, what's that been like for you now as an administrator and to see a lot of the kids you worked with early in their career be juniors and seniors and have great careers? Yeah, no, it's great. Just, you know, like I said, just watching everybody develop and watching these programs take off. That's that's what it's all about. And, and ultimately, we want everybody to win. And, you know, if, if I can have a little bit of a impact there, then I think I'm doing a good job. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to continue watching this, this football program grow and, and, you know, face some of these big teams. And, you know, once we face these big teams and, you know, be on the bottom of the, of the scroll on ESPN, people can, you know, really see that, uh, wow, little old Campbell's doing some big <laughs> things. And that's, that's, that's what it's about. Like, you know, growth and development and, and seeing this program take off. And, you know, Mr. Roller has been great with, with everything, you know, providing me with an opportunity to be in this role and, you know, supporting everybody and, and helping with build all this infrastructure and, and everything else around here. It's, he's been hugely impactful for all these student athletes and the community in general. Certainly the community sees the relationship that coaches have kind of on the field and, and maybe in, in press conference type scenarios. But with you having that intimate relationship, not only as a strength coach, but kind of now with input and guidance. What what are these Campbell coaches like? And everyone's different a little bit, but just mm-hmm. that relationship and, and you're able to bounce ideas off with them throughout the year. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've got some really good coaches around here and, um, you know, they, they all have a very, um, growth mindset oriented, um, way they approach things. And, um, one of the things with providing our student athletes with more resources means that they don't have to do quite as much. So if, if we have a nutritionist or if we have, you know, mental health specialists, they don't have to necessarily 
be as involved on that end. Um, and, you know, it's it's great. I get to sit down with every single coach and talk with them about what we're doing and, and um, you know, more more from an administrative standpoint and then, you know, being the strength coach. But it's been it's been good. And, you know, just being able to lend a helping hand to every single program is 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 big. Obviously, new opportunities and new adventures have kept you here in the creek for a decade plus. <laughs> but what, uh, what what kind of keeps you grinding day to day in the creek and what makes you enjoy being a part of this this group? Yeah. So um, it's funny. I came down 10 years ago with a with a two year plan to leave. And, you know, opportunities have presented themselves, but the, the community and the people around here has been what's, what's kind of kept, what keeps everybody around really. It's, um, you know, we still, there's unfinished business basically, and we want to make sure that we're putting as much resources as we can into helping our student athletes develop. And, um, that's right now, that's what brings me to work with a smile on my face every day and just trying to you know, make sure that we are giving our giving our student athletes the the most that we can to to help have them be successful in the game. Campbell Digital Network.